Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 159. The following is the recitation of Psalm 144, aka Perek, or Mizmor Kuf Mem Dalid. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 144 Le David Baruch Adonai Suri Hamilamed Yadai Lakrav Etzbaotai Lamilchama Chasti Umetsudati Miskabi Umetfalti Li Magini Uvo Chasiti Haroded Ami Tachtai Adonai Ma Adam Bate Daehu Ben Enosh Bate Chashvehu Adam Lahevel Dama Yamav Kitzel Over Adonai Hat Shamacha Vitered Ga Beharim Vietshanu Berok Barak Utefitzem Shalach Chitzacha Utehumem Shalach Yadacha Mimarom Pitzeni Vahatzileni Mimayim Rabim Miad Bnei Nechar Asher Pihem Diber Shav Viminam Yemin Shaker Elohim Shir Chadash Ashira Lach Benevel Ashur Azamra Lach Hanotain Teshua Lamilachim Hapotse et David Avdo Mecherev Ra'a Pitsaini Vehatsilaini Miad B'nai Nechar Asher Piham Diber Shav Viminam Yemin Shaker Asher Banenu Kin Tim Megudalim 
bin Urehem bit no tehnu Chezaviot Mechutavot Tavnit Hechal Mezavinu Mileim Mifikim Mizan El Zan Sonenu Maali Fot Miru Babot Behu Sotenu Alufenu Mesubalim Ain Peretz the Ain Yotzeit the Ain Sevacha Bir Hovotenu Ashrei Haam Shekachalo Ashrei Haam Shadonai Elohav Psalm 144 comes at the heels of a desperate-sounding mizmor, with the mizmorim previous to that also expressing being in this place of crisis from enemies. And different commentaries discuss how this mizmor could have been dubbed by the battlefield, maybe with the giant Goliath or Goliath or any other of his battles, or perhaps his day of coronation as king, where he is recognizing that he made it to the divinely promised point in his life. And this is a prayer for continued protection and peace for his nation. Or it could be other army generals saying it by battle, or meant for any general internal or external battles that people are going through. This psalm is recited at the end of Shabbat, Shabbat, and by some communities on Yom HaZikaron to commemorate fallen soldiers, and Pasuk Yud is the basis for the prayer for secular governments. Also, the last Pasuk is the beginning of our Ashrei prayer, which the words for continue in our next psalm, continuing with our Pesuke de Zimra's prayer, by the way, so stay tuned for that. And it's worth mentioning that there is the philosophical question of the transiency of mankind and kind of questions why Hashem even cares to bother with man whose days are like a passing shadow, etc. The Al-Sheikh holds that David's argument here is that Hashem doesn't just run the world on a large scale. He also cares about the particulars and the unique circumstances that each individual deals with, affirming the idea of Hashkacha Pratis with Hashem's involvement in the everyday minutia. The first Pasuk has the narrator thanking Hashem for training his fingers for battle and his hands for war, which could simply mean that he is attributing all his wisdom and wealth and success to him, expressing that he recognizes that he wouldn't have been successful without Hashem being all those things he described in the first two verses. For example, my rock, my faithful or gracious one, my fortress, my haven, my deliverer, my shield, in whom I take shelter, etc. My husband pointed out that the first Pasuk, indicating some sort of training done by Hashem, 
is the odd man out, meaning we have seen the other themes here of asking to be saved from my enemies and to continue to do so. And then the, there's the ephemeral nature of man, singing a new song and ideas of what peace might look like. Although the description of the rooted sons and sculpted daughters is a new one. But we haven't seen yet in Tehillim ever uh, where Hashem has actively trained us, supported us after, sure, but not taught our fingers and hands the actual skills to be successful. So what is the narrator insinuating that God's training consisted of? As we mentioned, this psalm comes after multiple mizmorim that were of intense internal and external struggle. I wouldn't be surprised if this bracha that David is giving to Hashem is gratitude for all the hard things that he has been through up until this point. There's a TED Talk, The Opportunity for Adversity, by Amy Mullins a person born without working lower legs and grew up with therapies that reinforced how capable she was instead of focusing on her disability, and she is highly successful today. She says, the question isn't whether or not you are going to meet adversity, but how you are going to meet it. So our responsibility is not simply shielding those we care for from adversity, but preparing them to meet it well. And we do a disservice to our kids when we make them feel that they are not equipped to adapt, end quote. The narrative of David was that he was kind of shoved aside and made to be the lowly shepherd by his father. And he was a potential bastard in his eyes and an embarrassment to the family. To the point that when the prophet came to look for the future king, the father didn't even consider that it could be David. But Hashem had a plan for him, and in front of everyone made sure they knew that he was the chosen future king of Israel. So even though, even through every battle, whether against giants or loved ones, David persevered because he had someone he knew believed in him, and he had the will to learn all the skills that he needed to in order to try and meet that goal that he knew was set out for him. Amy Mullins went on to say, quote, Shifts happened perhaps more because of the people who have opened doors for me than those who have put lids and cast shadows on me. All you really need is one person to show you the epiphany of your power, and you are off. If you can hand somebody the key to their own power, the human spirit is so receptive. If you can do that and open a door for someone at a crucial moment, you are educating them in the best sense. You are teaching them to open doors for themselves. Hashem was that someone for David. And here, David is showing gratitude for giving him the will to learn and to try to succeed and to reach out and connect for further guidance and support even during the hardest times, all by Hashem showing his belief in him. Last quote from Amy, because I think it illustrates my next point so well. Quote, The only true disability is a crushed spirit, a spirit that has been crushed, doesn't have hope, doesn't see beauty. It no longer has our natural childlike curiosity and our innate ability to imagine. If instead we bolster a human spirit to keep hope, to see beauty in themselves and others, to be curious and imaginative, then we are truly using our power well. 
When a spirit has those qualities, we are able to create new realities and new ways of being, end quote. The narrator says in verse 9, O God, I will sing you a new song, if he continues to help him defeat his enemies. Why? Not only because he physically wins and it shows that God is the true God, but because it creates a new reality for him, a new way of being where he can have that hope and see the beauty and imagine a world of wonderful children that also uphold the values of hope and faith that he does and the prosperity that is mentioned in the later verses. So then the last Pesach makes even more sense. Happy are the people who have it so, that have Hashem as their God, someone who they not only have faith in, but who also has faith in them as well. I believe this psalm comes to teach us not just the empowering relationship that Hashem is capable of having with us, but it's a reminder of who we are capable of being for each other as well. We can ponder who we can help bolster and create safe havens for to flourish even if it's just in passing with regular kind words. Or if we are in a rut, we can remember the power of trying to find someone who we can look to to help us get back on our feet and regain our hope and muster the strength to fight whatever internal or external battles we are facing. May we be able to bolster our own spirit and the spirit of others to have the safety and courage to find hope and beauty during and after hard times in our lives. May we be able to sing a new song to Hashem in the manner that this narrator does, grateful that his enemies have once again been overcome. The learning and recitation for this week's psalm is for those that feel stuck by their fears. May they be able to find the shelter and support they need in order to find hope and healing again. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nursenisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining.